that man go. Buddy, know your role. Go on. <laughs> you know your role. Let that man go. <laughs> know your role. Go on. Hey guys, and welcome to the 3V podcast. My name's Kenya Jade. My name's Jada. And I'm Sebastiana Joyce, and we are here to connect with you through our journey in Christ. So we just want to be open and speak honestly on our past selves, our present selves, and the women we aspire to be in the future. So this is our journey of self-development in all aspects presented to you in a podcast also make sure to follow us on view the three on twitter so that's at view the three so you can join in in any discussions that we may have so go ahead and grab your wine glass and snacks the notepad and tune into the three of you from your view hey 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 friends hey there how are you joyce before we think because you seem very tired when you said hey 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 on your face love are you good <laughs> are you all right why are you pointing <laughs> don't you just hate when you're at you school me? when people are like um oh my gosh are you ill like you look so Robert. sick and you're actually like perfectly fine i never said that but it was a sigh the sigh that you took before you said hello i just wanted to check you was good but damn maybe next time i'll just keep it to myself i'm good i'm absolutely fine i wasn't at work today so i've just been chilling really so nothing to be tired about because i ain't done nothing so you just need days off exactly yeah to recoup i've been working on a slogan for our for our podcast guys so i'll come up with <laughs> you've been working on what a slogan Jada's face just made me so <laughs> self-conscious that like i shouldn't even open my mouth right i just now. smiled what do you mean <laughs> from the side I was like, oh. oh no I'm just intrigued that was all okay so our new well if you guys like it <laughs> welcome to wait. okay welcome to the three of you guys where we review and give our views <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what? It wasn't bad. It was just it's, not even it's your delivery. Yeah, it's it your delivery. delivery. <laughs> Welcome to the debut. <laughs> That's not even how I said it. Guys, we review and give our views. It's cute. Yeah. What are we reviewing? You know our sermons, sermons, our sermons, <laughs> our our services, our Bible plans. Topics. Okay. We're review. We're called the three of you. Give right. them a few. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I actually thought long and hard about that. You so. did. I can see it. It's come through. Yeah. It's come through. Thanks. No, I Thanks. like it. Watch out for it, guys. <laughs> this is how I'll be introducing. No, I like it. It's cute. It's cute. It's... Jada's looking at me like... I'm... I'm... <laughs> can I not just sit in silence? <laughs> When you're silent, it's a bit worrying. When you're silent, it's a bit all... worrying. <laughs> but yeah, how is how is everyone doing? I'm lacking. I'm drained, but we move. Is all. I'm work. Just some life. This sometimes you just feel drained. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I'm good, but yeah, good times to come. Oh my god, my period just went, yeah. Well, I'm still kind of on it, but like, I don't, you know, you forget how bad the pain is <laughs> until it comes around again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you lot get bad period pains as much like the way I do because, like, my Sis. one's like, 
Are you saying it to me? <laughs> yeah, Jada the, first of all. With the cysts no. on the ovaries, mine aren't bad. Oh, oh I, I, didn't, I didn't know you had pains. I thought you just had irregulars. Irregular pain, the whole lot. I'm hairy. I've got a fupa, the whole lot. <laughs> that's, 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 it's all the symptoms, man. How did we get there? Oh, my day. It's just the symptoms of having PCOS. You're hairy. You get irregular periods. There's a bit of pain there. Mood sweet, the whole lot, really. Yeah, so is it painful, painful? Like when you're on your period, is it painful, like agony? Because yeah, that's I have how to. I, feel. I can barely get up. I lay down and I have my hot water bottle, and I have two. I have one on the front and one on the back, and then I just pop some wow. ibuprofen. Maybe I should actually try and utilize the things that could make the pain go away. But I literally just, whenever it gets to the point where I literally can't take, I'll just take my Feminax, if that's mm. what it's called, mm. and I'll lay there. Like, literally, the other night, I could not fall asleep. Like, I was in so much pain. Like, I couldn't, like, switch positions. Has your period ever made you feel, um, what's the word? Like, you want to, like, throw up or, like, pass out? Yeah. yeah. You should get, God forbid you don't, but you should get checked for endometriosis. No, no, it's a thing. Endometriosis. (laughs) Endometriosis. It's just Google it, but really, really... It's something to do with like the lining of your uterus or something like that. It just it just it just means painful periods. But a lot of women that have that tend to have it. But you just go to the doctors anyway, because you know how they'd be pushing black women's problems aside. I told our uni doctor in first year uni I had irregular periods, and he was like, "Oh, it wasn't first year, third year." And he was like, "Okay, go on the pill." That's what they all just say: go on the pill and all sort it out. And they don't sort nothing out. So, yeah. Health oh, as well. Me. Oh my yeah. god! You should you be worried. Things... No, you have to get I these mean, things checked out. Well. Remember when I was telling I you guys about how I never got periods, and you guys were telling me to get it checked out, and I was I wasn't listening yeah. to you, and now look what it was. Just get it mm. checked out. <laughs> exactly. God forbid, but health as well. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, you have to get these oh, things yeah. checked out. Any little thing, I'm like, yeah. If I need to, I'll go to the doctors because it's I better. I just thought it was normal, you know. Like throughout my whole since I remember, actually, I think it only really started like getting really bad from like college onwards. If I'm being honest, periods hurt, but they shouldn't hurt to the point where you want to pass out or vomit. That's the key defining not, thing there. Not not pass out, but definitely vomit. Definitely vomit. I feel mm. like I'm gonna be sick. I start feeling nauseous. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely. A well, symptom. I will send you the the NHS site for endometriosis and you can do that for yourself ma'am thank you my love thank you i appreciate you you're welcome but yeah my week has been painful i guess (laughs) my uterus has been shedding shedding away them ones yeah yeah. i've obviously been binge watching girlfriend Girlfriend. that sounds horrible i know it does (laughs) Yeah, it's not gonna sound good. I love that. I love that intro. I never My skip it. Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <My> girlfriend. <laughs> I love Where are you guys? What season are you guys on now? Season oh, four. Jada, you're watching this stuff right now. What? Season, Wait, season like four. Epi- oh, sorry. Season five, episode eight. I wasn't even wrong. Oh yeah, I feel like I'm on season either. four as well. You, I have it oh, on when I work. Methods. It's a nice little oh, background noise. You're not moving rapid. <laughs> my goodness. I think I'm on season two. You better catch it. Yes. 
Have you been watching? No, I like no. I want to keep no. I want to like take my time because I know with Desperate Housewives, I just whiz through that stuff, and I'm like, oh man, wish I could watch more of it. Yeah. So I want to take my time so like I can watch this forever and ever because I absolutely love it. Like I can't believe I was actually living life without a girlfriend. I never knew. Like when Jada told me that she used to watch this growing up, I'm like, what? Yeah. I never knew yeah. this existed. Yeah. Probably that thing. I love Moe. Oh, no, I was thinking the other one. My bad. But yes, I do love Moesha. See, all these Moesha girlfriends, sister, sister. I never grew up watching this, which is so weird to me. Did but you again, have I think I didn't have. Yeah, I had not. You know what? I don't think I did, you know. I think I That's just had. Um, growing up, I think I just had like Freeview. So I watched. Um, what's that um, kids' channel? Is it CBBC? Like CBBC yeah. and. Um, Disney. You know, yeah, no, Disney, Disney ain't on Freeview. Disney, yeah, Disney isn't Freeview. Oh, I thought I you think... meant Kids Channel you was watching. Huh? I thought you meant Kids Channel you watched. Kids Channels you watched. Yeah, I think, obviously, there were points where we had Disney, but I don't think we didn't have the luxury of, like, having Disney all the time. Like, it was something, yeah. obviously, you have to pay for Disney, do you know what I mean? So yeah. we didn't always have it. So what I remember watching the most is, like, CBB, CBBC shows and all of that channel four and you know them ones who do you lot think you are from girlfriends it changes every day so sometimes i feel like i'm tony sometimes i feel like i'm joan sometimes i feel like i'm maya so i really can't they're all attached you know like the more you go into it joyce you're gonna see especially joan joan is tapped what's her name oh what's her name i don't know why i always forget her. joan no not joan the free one Lynn. oh Lynn yeah sometimes Lynn, yeah. I, I respect her for just doing her I will say that she's a bit of a bum but I respect yeah. her for doing her and she owns she's it she's a whole bum first of all <laughs> she <laughs> is she's um, a whole bum damn honestly I, I don't know Tony I was like yeah I could be Tony but then she started doing some things I said sis but sis not- you need to keep watching because Tony really grows she does develop I- into herself Amen. Yeah. I hope she does because if she finna represent me, she has to represent me well, child. Because <laughs> she can't be trying to sleep with her best friend's mans and all of that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with her, you know. That's not that's no. not normal. Yeah, no. Even anyways, I was like, no, it's just no. Um, but yeah, I'm on season two, loving that. Wait, who did everyone say um, they were? Joda says she thinks she is Joan. But without the crazy, without the crazy. She'd be moving real mad these days. Yeah, she is moving. Quite <laughs> She's moving real mad. Okay, I don't want you lot to spoil anything for me. I wasn't uh, gonna say anything. But does, but does that guy come back? You know when she was dating Sean, and there was the guy from the restaurant, the owner Davis, of the Dave, Davis, Davis. Did he come back at some point? Because it seemed like they liked each other. Do you want to know or you don't want to know? Don't tell her because then when you know, know, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's actually nothing. It's not even really that deep. That's a really irrelevant storyline, to be honest. But oh, is it? So they don't become anything. No. Well, where I am, they don't. So it could be in the other season. I don't know. I think I'm Maya. That's the only one. I did. I literally predicted all right. Hmm. You get all fabulous. I wouldn't say that. I would just say, you know, I'm very like, I'm just Maya. Like, out of all of them, I'm her the most. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I think I'm Tony out of most of them. But that's literally just... I don't, I don't even know where that is, but yeah. I think it's because the fashionista situation, but other than yeah. that, I actually don't... I don't really... Yeah, anyways, I don't relate like that. But I it's see, just yeah. nice, like, seeing, like, the different dynamics and stuff in friendships and stuff. Mm. It's lit. I love it. If that's how friendship is in, like, my 30s, that's quite fun still. It's really fun, but that's really unrealistic. I think they literally meet up like every night. Well, that's what. We why see. are they always in Joan's house? Like, <laughs> why is it only like is is it, people? One? People get married at Joan. People have babies in like. What, it's always Joan's <laughs> house. Because she's the main character, isn't it? Yeah, but so why her house? Around her, everything else is around her. She's the rich one as well. She's a lawyer. True. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. There could be some different like, locations. She's like the mother of the group in it, so. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Anyways. that's what I've been binging on. Same. I'm gonna start Moesha soon. So. I have to do that one at a time. Yeah, it came out I think today or yesterday. Oh, yeah. Netflix is really coming true. Love they that. For them. They did. Because we needed that. We needed them black shows. Now we just need one on one, and then I'll Everybody be happy. Everybody hates stuff. Chris. Nah, I've, I've watched too much of that to be honest. You can never get like like it's the same as like my wife and kids. I can literally rewatch oh, it over and over and, and over again. No, no, yeah. I know, but I want some new pre- content. Do you guys prefer my wife or Fresh Prince? My wife and kids. Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, no, I prefer my wife and kids. Better. I love it, yeah. Um, it depends for what for. I don't know. I prefer mm-hmm. the... I feel like Fresh Prince is more... Oh, the storylines that they touch in there is very hard-hitting, and I really like the characters and stuff like that. And I, But I also do love my wife and kids. But I feel like my wife and kids is more jokey-jokey, but Fresh Prince, is, it's got a little bit of depth to it, you know? It's got a tiny little bit of depth yeah. is what I like. So you can't compare two bad bees, unfortunately. I'm not going to be picking sides. You're right, you're right. Okay, you're right. But I do prefer my wife and kids. <laughs> yes. Anyways, I think we should move from shows now. We actually love reviewing We're shows. the three views, sis. Exactly. <laughs> Viewing to give our view. <laughs> the three okay. view to give our view. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Reviewing to give our view. Um, any news? Kenya's got a little, a little something. She had she had a son recently. Um, Don't say that. She gave him birth. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little kitten. Yeah, he's the cutest thing ever. But I've had to put him outside my room because he's just smashing up the place. But yeah, no, I've got a little kitten. So that's what I've been doing for the last week, just being a mother. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the best mum be she nice. can be. Yeah, just being a mother. But honestly, like. This life, nothing is free in this life. <laughs> I would tell you that mm-hmm. for free. Nothing. Well, is, is it it's expensive? Free. No, I got the cat for free, but yeah. then it's I had to else. go to the vets and mm. then they were like, oh yeah, like he needs this and that. So they gave me the medication, like me being me, like, you know, whatever. I was like, hey, who? Like she was giving it to me as if to say like, okay, go about your business. So I'm just walking now with the medication in my hands. And they were like, okay, that's 70 pounds, please. I said, <laughs> that's a, about free. Animals are costly. I said, okay, like. What about their jabs? 
um, I don't know. Is it free? Yet. No, you have to pay for everything. Nothing is free in this life. Yes. It's definitely not free for vets. No, no way. Nothing. For babies, I don't know. Yeah, of course, because they're yeah. babies. <laughs> That's they're true. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing's free. Like, everything, even small, small checkup to say, I don't know, whatever they need to say, it will be, like, £20. Like, literally, nothing is free. And then, yeah, so, but, you know, he's my child, so I paid it. And then, yeah, now, and then yesterday, my car broke down, another Jesus. expense, and now I have to buy a new battery for it. And I just thought, wow, like, this life A whole wicked. new battery? You couldn't even just, did they not jumpstart it? No, they did, but the battery's dying anyway. Like, it's, oh, honey. Yeah, so it's I need just, to just got this car, you know, you just, <laughs> you just yeah. got the car. Okay, so, yeah. Well, you so know, that me, this, is, this, is, this is the joys of being a driver, sis. Yeah, I know. Everything's an expense. Like, I was literally like, when I tried to start the engine, just bare lights are flashing on the dashboard. I was thinking, bruv, this looks expensive. Like, I just sat there thinking, <laughs> yeah, let me not even touch it. Like, maybe if I just, like, switch the engine off, you know, mm-hmm. just go about my business and then go, b- this thing was not switching on. I just thought, yeah, this, this looks expensive. Like, this mm, looks geez. expensive and I was just broken down in the dark but luckily I was with my cousin so it wasn't that bad but I yeah. can't believe things cost stuff you know every time I think about like I want something and then I have to get money from my bank yeah. account okay. and then pay so- and the money leaves the bank account and I don't see it again and I have to work really? to get more of that money nah I don't see it right with me at all it's so unfair yeah, and these things are like ongoing costs as well. So it's not even like, okay, you get a car, you just pay one cost and it's yours for life. No, every month there's direct debits leaving my account mm. of a significant amount that I could be putting towards, I don't know, God knows what. But alas. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't so like I think your nails look cute, you know. Thanks, sis. Oh. <laughs> they look real cute. I love the colour. The colours are all cute. My nail shop soon come, as well as my eyelash business. They're all coming soon. Yeah? And my waxing. And she'll be like, no, I don't want to do your eyelashes. I don't want to do your nails. Jada's, Jada's beauty bar. No, don't say yeah, that. It will. I've been asking it. No, I don't want to do it. And appointments that are come, as, come as you get them, mate. Like, I can't guarantee anything. So, there you go. She's a busy woman. I, don't, well, I ain't even busy, sis. She's I'm just so lazy. <laughs> I'm just don't lazy. I'm just lazy. Anywho, anyway, we've been chatting for about 20 minutes. Good. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> um, but this week, we are reviewing... <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> can you review a Bible plan? Yeah. I was gonna say, can you review a sermon? It's not a, like... it's not a product, damn. I mean, actually, I did have thoughts. It on is. It. I did no, have some not... thoughts on it. No, but we're not. We're not reviewing it because reviewing it's like, oh yeah, like you review it, you give it like a score at the end. No, but I did. I not legit necessarily. Did. You just comment on it on like what you think about it. Okay. Which is reviewing. <laughs> no, no, they're two separate things. Like I did the Bible the Bible study part. Like I did the reflection on it, but I also had my own opinions about the actual sermon. I feel like um oh actually you ain't even said what the what the thing <laughs> go ahead and introduce it, girl. Go ahead. Oh, 
Okay. Um, so yeah, so we are reviewing um, the sermon by Bishop T.D. Jakes, and this is the sermon called Know Your Role. Um, I don't know if you guys linked the other ones we did, like in the description, but I'm sure we can link it in the description, right? Yeah. Oh, someone's getting a call this time. And I thought it was you. Me. I was say, every day, oh. every day it's you. Wow. Nope. Oh. That's it. Anyways, um, so yeah, it's Know Your Role by Bishop T.D. Jakes. And um, basically the overview of like the sermon was him telling us that um, <gasps> he was speaking about... Sorry, go on. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Wait, no, what happened? No, because we'll have to cut all of this out. Sorry, go on. No, what happened? I'm intrigued no, no, now. No, 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 sorry. I'm so, so sorry. No, what no, happened? So... Continue. No, I want to know what happened. How can we that continue? Gasp as well. Let that continue, man go. Buddy. Know your role. Go on. <laughs> you know your role. Let that man go. No, know your role. Go on. <laughs> continue. Let the man go, sis. Continue. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> Let him go. Continue. <laughs> it was the gasp. Sorry. No, because I was no because it come up as someone else's number. But I'm thinking, bruv, why is this person calling me? And then oh, I feel I like I knew who you thought it was. Can we just continue? It's not about me. It's about TD Jakes. <laughs> continue. Go on. No, I'm oh, crying. Man. Yeah, so um, he was, I think the main scripture that he was preaching on was John chapter 1, I think verses 19 to 23, where um, John the Apostle was talking about John the Baptist and how he um, basically introduced Jesus to the world. Like he, like when, when people were asking him, what are you like? Are you Elias? Are you the prophet Isaiah, like, who are you? Why are you doing this? Why are you baptizing people with water? Blah, blah, blah. He was like, nah, I am not those people. I am um, the one who comes before the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. Basically, he was saying, I'm basically um, the one who comes before Jesus Christ, the voice that cries out in the wilderness. So essentially, he was saying that John John the Baptist knew his role and knew why he was doing what he was doing. And I think initially he started the sermon by speaking about John the Apostle as well, because John the Apostle always um, described himself as the one who Jesus loved, not the one that loved Jesus, but the one that Jesus loved. Like he knew who he was um, amongst like the other disciples, um, like he knew his role and like what he was to Jesus and the kingdom and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was basically the consensus of the um, sermon. So I guess over to you guys. What are your views from it? Jada said she had some. Yeah, I want to. She yeah. said she said she she did her reflection, but she also had some thoughts. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So not. with um, yeah, with this sermon. Well, I feel like already, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, uh, Pastor Bishop T.D. Jakes is not my favourite pastor. Um, I don't That's know. Crazy. Why do you not feel like that? It's just me personally. I just feel like his ways of teaching are a bit outdated. So I didn't really relate to this sermon. Like, I didn't really enjoy listening to it. And I don't usually feel that with a lot of sermons. Okay. I don't know. I just, there's something, 
understood what he meant when he was saying know your role like everybody has a role to play it almost kind of just made it sometimes it almost sounded like he was saying like only do your role and that's it and I just I don't know I didn't like that message like I know there's certain things that people are meant to do in this life and like John the apostle John the writer whichever whichever John it was he had his own like thing to do but Mm. I I don't know I just feel like applying it to everyday life I feel like we're meant for more than just what we're supposed to do like we should aspire to do more not to just settle for what we're supposed to do and then die like you said like John fulfilled his role then he died I "I don't want to just fulfill my role and then die like I want to I don't know maybe I just looked at it in in a different way Mm. um but yeah it just it wasn't really I couldn't really relate to what he was preaching at all to be fair so yeah yeah, I'm the complete opposite, but we're gonna hear what Kenya has to say. Um, yeah, no, I felt like a little bit different. I felt like he was not saying like, as in like, limit yourself to your role and just carry out your role and not see forth. Mm. But I think he was more talking so like the gift that God's given you, like fulfill that and steward that, and then be the best at that. And when you, um, like know your role, then you can rather than like look at it then like knowing your role limits your like capacity to do x y and z I saw it as more that like knowing your role like allows you to exceed your capacity and do whatever you need to do to the best of your ability um so yeah I kind of saw it a little bit differently I guess I agree yeah I agree yeah that's so weird as well you know that we can I think obviously we all have different lines and we all see things differently so that's even quite interesting that we got completely two different well three different <laughs> three different views <laughs> the, the three of you <laughs> who would have known but yeah like it's that's even mad interesting but like yeah um I think with me um I took it as you know, it was essentially like a lesson in like not comparing yourself and that like, you know, comparison is indeed the thief of joy because I think he was even using the example of like the, what do you call it? Is it the fowl kingdom? Like birds and stuff. Like he used that example mm. and he was saying like we can only, Oh yeah, the eagle um, and the chicken. And the yeah, like we have specific, like God has equipped us with everything we need to do what we have to do in order to fulfill his purpose. So like he used the the um the examples of the chicken being like the more the most um desired thing in like the cuisine menu like chickens are wanted all over the world like everyone loves chicken we love to eat chicken um but then chickens can't fly as high as eagles eagles are known to be like the lions of the far kingdom like they're the fastest and they can touch the sky like they're literally amazing speed wise and all of that stuff and then he was saying well the eagles they don't look half as beautiful as the peacocks which are very exuberant and flashy with their feathers and you know their purpose is to be able to um attract mates through their appearance and like their physical beauty and stuff so he was essentially saying like even in whatever aspect you like whatever kind of um I guess field you look into whether it's you know as humans or whether I don't know how to explain it but like we all have like different roles we're all 
here to do certain things that we all have a purpose and he was saying like we can't be happy and like find peace within ourselves if we're already if we're always comparing ourselves to what the other person is doing to what the other person is like achieving if we're not comfortable in who we are and what we're doing so it's like you know we can only have peace once we know that you know once we know who we come from and who we are before god because i don't know i think the other the other night this this was even like i'd already watched this sermon like i think two weeks ago a week ago i don't know but like the other and it didn't touch me the way it touched me today because the other night i was like i was on my period like i said i was going through it i was emotional i i I just started crying because i just felt so overwhelmed like Mm. Being in an African, growing up in an African household is very tough, especially being the oldest and the oldest daughter. I just feel like everything is just very like, everything is just put onto me. Like I have Mm -hmm. a lot of responsibility in the house, do you know what I mean? So it's like, everyone comes to me to do everything. Joyce, can you do this for me? Joyce, can you do that for me? Joyce, have you done this? Have you done that? And I just feel like constantly overwhelmed. Like, I just feel like I'm being like, I have my own like mental issues and my own things that I need to check off and like do my own things. But then I also have to like cater to other people and serve other people. So I was just crying the other night, like, bro, like why me? Like I come home every night. Yeah. My mom's not here, of course. So it's like, I have to tell my brother and sister, do this, do that. Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? And I was like, bro like I'm tired of this life like I don't want to be the eldest child anymore like I don't want to do this why am I the oldest child I was I was sick of it like I was tired I was like nah I don't want to do this anymore um so I was just crying I was just literally like nah I'm sick of this like what kind of life is this like I don't want to do this I want my freedom like I want to like literally just be be myself for myself and like not have to think about oh did I do this for the other person did I do this did I do that um but like I had to watch it watch the sermon again of course because we were talking about it so I wanted it to be fresh in my mind and this time he was speaking to me in regards to like my family kind of orientation my family relationships because although I I feel overwhelmed with being who I am for my family, like being the oldest child and like the oldest daughter who helps everyone and does things for everyone. Um, like that's who I am. Like I can't change that. Like he's mm. specifically placed me in this role, like not in this role, but like in my family's, I'm in this family for a reason. Like I'm the oldest child for a reason. Like this is my family. I can't change it. So mm. I think he was saying like, um, I need to be glad about the position that God has put me in because obviously I can say with my heart, like, thank God I have this, thank God I have that. But if my heart is not like, if my heart is still resenting the fact that I'm the oldest child, like I will never have peace. And it's like, I'm trying to, it understood me to, it taught me to, to kind of be glad that, you know, I, I'm the oldest child. Cause if not me, then who, like who, who else would it be if it wasn't me? Like my, my brother, Malcolm or Janale, like they could do half the stuff I do. Like if I mm. wasn't, I am like in my family, like who, who, who else would it be? Do you know what I mean? It just yeah. made me see things from like a different kind of lens because you know I am who I am for a reason like I'm serving my family for a reason I do this for my family for a reason I am the oldest child for a reason and I need to be glad in that and like be assured in that that I'm doing what I have to do in mm. a sense don't know if that in the same breath Joyce I get what you're saying but at the same at the same time don't feel like you have to take on everything and it's okay for you to pat in your little brother and sister and say you guys are actually big enough to 
do things mm-hmm. without you having to like of course you're the eldest so I suppose it That's naturally falls on you to be the yeah but just you're not you shouldn't have to feel like you're like you're you're not these you're not their mum like you're their older sister yeah, so it, exactly. it shouldn't be on your mad. head yeah no nah, no nah. you're allowed to be angry and don't feel like because you're the eldest yeah. you have to go through this because you shouldn't but I, I in the specific circumstance you have to take on that role for a little bit but as I said mm-hmm. still they're old they're, it's not like they're five and like eight like they're mm-hmm. one's in uni I think your other one is in, in like year nine or I don't know but she's old yeah, enough yeah. there you go so they can do stuff for themselves but you know kids they're just lazy so mm-hmm. yeah just patting them yeah, don't take it on in your head top like, these 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 kids are not little like they're not actually the the like you said they're grown kids like they should be able to look after themselves um but it's like, I have to keep telling them, do this, do that. And I was just mad. I was like, bro. And then I was, I came home and I was mad at them that day. And then I have my mom on the phone calling me, Joyce, did you do this? Did you do that? I'm like, bro, like, let me live. Like, why, why me? Like, let me, let mm-hmm. me breathe. Just let me breathe. <laughs> and I think I even spoke about this, like, to my therapist one time. And she was like, do you sometimes envy your siblings? I was like, what? what are you talking about she's like oh do you envy their freedom like do you think you do you wish you had the kind of freedom that they had and it made sense you know because like obviously I can't be like I can't just live my life and like not think about my brother and sister do you know what of I mean? course they're your family you care about them no no but even in, like I have a responsibility over them as well because I'm basically their second mom do you know what I mean so she's like go yeah so she was like you don't have the freedom that they have and maybe that's why you sometimes are frustrated the way that you are towards them but yeah anyways that's enough yeah. of therapy it's, even, it's, even crazy. <laughs> it's even crazy because when you, you said like you've watched this um sermon before but it didn't speak to mm. you the way that it spoke to you now and even like the other week like my mom sent me like a video um I don't know if you guys have watched the movie the war room but it's really good. You should watch it. I think you've told me to watch that before. You know, I always put things in my notes and then I don't (laughs) sit in my notes. It's fine. (laughs) I'm going to watch it one day. But no, it's really, 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 really good movie. Um, And the main actress, um, Priscilla Shira, basically, my mom sent me this video and it was about like, um, how do you, like, how can you like um, navigate the, like what like the voice of God, like how do you know it's God's voice that's speaking to you? Like how can you, you know, know that, God is speaking to you kind of thing mm. and like she was literally saying like when you read things like and when you watch sermons like one day you may be reading about the story of um David and Goliath and then another day you're reading the exact same story but you see your situation mm. in that story so like mm. as you said like one day you watched this sermon and it wasn't speaking to you the same way and then mm-hmm. now you watched it you see your situation in what he was saying and then she was just saying that's God's like voice that's God speaking to you because it's crazy as you said like we've all watched Mm. the same sermon and we've all like deciphered three different things from it Mm. whether it's um well there's no right or wrong but like I mean like we've all deciphered three different viewpoints from it so like yeah that's also interesting I think I think as well what's it called how you related it to yourself, Joyce. I think I've, we all kind of like take little like sort of inferences or whatever from like what we currently have going on. So what you were going through, you related to a sermon when you watch it again. Currently right now for the past week, I've just been having very much anxiety because 
there's this meeting at work that I've accepted to present in. And I didn't realise how big this meeting was. And I didn't realise the senior people that were in it. And I didn't realise that it was actually a global one. So people from different countries mm. will be in there. I didn't realise all of this. It was only when I told my manager, I was like, yeah, like somebody asked me to present in this course. She's like, oh, that cool. Like, that's quite a big call. Um, are you, like, oh, wow. do you need any help with it? And I was like, I just thought it was a standard thing. Then I told my colleague, and she was like, oh, wow, that cool. I was like, wow. And I actually took a look at the list. And there's quite a few people in there. And so I think when I was watching the sermon and it was like, know your role. I don't know, in my head, even before I watched the sermon, I was thinking to myself like, okay, am I actually able to do this? Like, do I feel equipped to do this? Like, can I present in this thing? Like, is this my role? Because technically it's not my role to be presenting in big old calls like this. You know, I'm an administrator. I should be administrating. Um. (laughs) not presenting um but then yeah and then I just kind of told myself like I've presented before it's really not that big of a deal why am I so shook and I think that's why that the message that was given in the sermon when I heard it when I did bothered me because I thought well why should I stick within my role like staying within my role is just a layer of like it's just be you know when they say you can only grow outside your comfort zone I kind of I related it to that like this technically is not my role but yeah I'm still doing it and I'm doing it well and I will do it well so why should I just stick to doing what I do when I could do something else and then you get what I'm saying so that's why and that's why I kind of just thought "Mm, it's a bit restrictive but it's very true I might I might watch it I don't know next week and think like rah like this relates to me now so I suppose it just depends depends on what you've got going on I think if you're following your life you're following like for a reason says because to you you thought that was normal but when you brought that up to other people they were like oh yeah I was like cool yeah I'll do it like that no no problem and then I was like damn there's quite a few people in here and then literally this whole day I cried I hope so because the person who asked me I didn't even talk to him you're gonna smash it okay now I'm gonna have to actually dress up for the call that's the thing I'm dreading just cute makeup do you know how long that is since you've done your eyebrows <laughs> just one by the, this isn't even the eyebrows this is the tint that i told you about ken this is the maybelline brow tint yeah, joyce i did it to my mum who has no eyebrows they look gorgeous and natural so that's my little shout out they just beauty about my where's this opening up soon maybe I'm never what does she by Sheree say? Autumn, winter, spring. <laughs> Who the heck knows? But <laughs> it's going to be she by Sheree, girls. That's, that's the most cringe thing I've ever watched, I think, in my life. Yeah, it makes me feel really... By Sheree. She is brave. She is courageous. <laughs> I love that answer. Wow, Sheree Whitfield, what a woman. Yeah, she's a wild one. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Any other thoughts? Um any other thoughts? I don't know. Yeah, as I said, you sometimes you just literally just have to watch them like you can watch sermons three times and get three different messages from it. And you this mm-hmm. one person are the same person, but you're getting three different messages from it. So I think, yeah. The sermon was good. Maybe I need to listen to it um, at a different time and I'll get a different... Um... What do you mean? I was, yeah. I was speaking about this in my um, 
Insta stories. Um, I did a job interview yesterday and they gave me like a few pointers um, to like think about before I did the interview, like just a, a little task, I guess. Um, and I think this actually relates well to the sermon because I, they were asking me to think about how your friends and family view you, like how would they describe you to a stranger? And I think it was just so like insightful because I think once you look at what other people see you as, like what other people think your role is. I think that gives you like some some kind of assurance that, you know, that you can deliver, that you can deliver in a sense. Like I gave the example of like my mom, like she knows that she can come to me with everything, whether it's calling up three to talk about her bill, whether it's filling out a document for her, like she knows that she can. Oh, I thought you lot couldn't hear me. I can um, hear yeah, it's just because I saw Kenya, but never mind. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, I was um, talking about my mom's example and how, yeah, she can come to me for anything. And I think with with seeing that, that with with realising that, um, like, I'm, like, the go-to person for her, I can then begin to see, like, the qualities in myself and, like, how I can present and how I present myself to the world. So if I'm someone who's reliable and, like, organised and, like, you know, I'm consistent with what I do, like, I can then be assured that that that's who I am and that's who I do, that's what I can do. And then I can take that to an interview and, like, say, this is how I am, this is what I do, this is this is me. true. Do you know what I mean? Nah, that's a good point because... That's a good point because you know sometimes there's someone who's say describe yourself. Sometimes you struggle a little bit. Yeah, if, exactly. If more exactly. You, don't, you don't really know how you are. Maybe you don't want to mm. overgas yourself and sound mm. like for whatever reason. Yeah. It's like how you guys describe me as organized one day, and I said organized mm. how and where. I'm a mess. I'm a hot mess. I'm not organized yeah. for heck. But you guys said that, and I thought, okay. So you're right. It's good to think about what other people think about you, or even. Like in my business administration course, she's teaching us about 360 feedback, like where you get feedback from like more than one person. So let's say you, Joyce, you might get it from your manager, then you might get it from your colleague, then you might get it from somebody who maybe works below you, who you've trained, and then you might get it from a client. And all those like, when you get different angles and aspects of like how you work and what's your strengths and what's your weaknesses, it just makes you reflect. Yeah. So that's a good point. No, other people might help you understand your role yeah yeah it really helped me you know because for this for this interview I was like I don't know if I really want this job I don't I don't know why I applied I don't know always always do the interview sis I know I know I I know that's why I did it I was I'm gonna do it anyway but I literally what what business do I have doing this right now but I did it anyway and like I just really appreciated like the way they prepared me for the interview and like told me it's like a strength-based interview before you do it make sure you think about these points and I was like that's relevant that's literally like self-care like this is what I need like when I'm feeling low like this is what I need I need to see what am I like am I best and like how do I perform well like what do I do you know what I mean these are all essential knowing your role knowing your role it's true I don't know sometimes I just think about the intricacies of life and having to figure out stuff oh another point he made is that you know how obviously with him saying knowing your role knowing your role I can hear a thumping is it you I'm so sorry my brother's playing me I didn't think you'd be able to hear it so <laughs> I'm gonna just mute myself this time <laughs> maybe that maybe these lot can't hear it but 
Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. How he was saying, like, know your role, know your role. You need to, you need to know who you are and like what what purpose you have in this life and fulfill that purpose. And he was saying, how how do you know your role? And I was, in my head, I was thinking as well, like, why does he keep saying know your role, know your role? What does that even mean? Like, how, what does knowing your purpose even mean? Like, how do I even get there? But he was like, you don't need information. Like, you don't need to know what it is that your role is or what it is that your information, what it is that your purpose is, sorry. It's more about the understanding. You need to have understanding of who you who you came from, which is God. Like in the word, in the beginning, there was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And we came into being through God. And once we have understanding that we are from God, we came into being through God. Like if we actually understand that kind of notion, that kind of mentality, like there's no way we can ever doubt who we are and like what we're set out to do. Like if we truly understand that we are, we came from God and that like we came from him, I think that's like a new level of like confidence and like assurance and in who we are, which is crazy. So we don't need information, lads. We need understanding. But how we understand if we ain't got no information? <laughs> we need. To, did you not just hear what I said? I heard what you said. <laughs> and uh, <oops. laughs> I heard what you we said. Don't, we don't need information on who 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 it is that. We don't need information about like oh like how do I explain it? Go watch the 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 the, the sermon, guys. He explains it better. But like it's not it's not so much about like oh what it what what am I supposed to do then? Am I supposed to be a singer? Am I supposed to be a writer? Am I supposed to um, be a YouTube? Am I supposed to be a doctor? Like it's not so much about that. It's more so about understanding that you are a child of God and that he has equipped you to do everything that you need to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You're right. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. And also just to quickly add to that, um, where you said like God will equip you, like he will equip you to do what you need to do. Um, I've heard somewhere and it's literally stuck with me and they said, um, when you're working within your gifting, you don't have to um, stretch, like you don't have to overuse yourself or your resources. So when you're working within like the gift that God's given you and within your purpose, things come, like you don't have to overextend your resources. So like you don't have to go out of your way to complete something when you're working in your purpose or when you're working within the gifting on your life. So I guess that can be said um, hand in hand with um, you saying, Joyce, that God will equip you to do what you need to do. Like you'll never have to overextend yourself when you're working in your, when you're walking in your purpose. Amen. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was a good session, lads. I like that. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah. That was um that I'll probably yeah no I will link the um we'll link the sermon in the description box. No, it's not a description box because it's on YouTube, but you know what I mean. It is. It's it's a description section. Or yeah. something. We'll link it in the description section. Section. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm childish. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you say your brother's playing, Jada? 
He's a producer, so he's making beats, and they're just oh, very loud. And just one bassy, okay. one bassy. Yeah. I have Polaris. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's Gucci. Any last words? Can we go? Anything else y'all want to say? Have a blessed week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in and follow us on Twitter at Beauty3. Leave any reviews. Let me not be annoying. Leave no, <laughs> be annoyances. Leave a review <laughs> on Apple Podcast. Can you leave reviews on Spotify? You can't, can you? I don't. I don't think no, so. You can't. Okay, well, on Apple, leave a review. Yeah. And tweet us. Yeah. Joyce was going to say the slogan. That's why. I, <laughs> I know she was itching to say it. <laughs> I was thinking. That's why she was going to pause it. Because I was like, I don't want to be annoying. I knew what she was about to say. Oh my god. Um, go on. <laughs> I don't even know what I was gonna say anymore, but yeah, thank you. No, say your slogan, <laughs> sis. You've been thinking about it, you've been planning it. <laughs> You're making me sound like one maniac. Anyway. Say it. Thank you. Sis, I love to get to it. <laughs> Say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for oh my days, this is even getting. Thank you for listening to the three of you guys where we review and give our views. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll catch you next week, guys. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.